This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello there, good afternoon, good evening or good morning wherever you may be right now and welcome to the 21st episode of the 100% LCFC podcast. Massive pleasure to have you on, this is your host Owen Palmerakin of course. 21 episodes, I can't believe it. And this is a very special episode coming for you. We normally upload on a Monday evening. But this is uploaded on Tuesday because we have a very special guest phoning into the podcast this evening. We'll of course be hearing from City legend Alan Young, as well as the 100% OCFC chief editor Phil Holloway. And special guest, yes, Ewan Roberts will be on the phone a little later on. So do make sure you stay tuned in all the way until the end of this podcast. Where we'll tell you where you can hear or watch the rest of the 100% OCFC team this week. Before that big game to Burnley on Saturday, of course. We'll be looking over the Swansea City fixture and previewing Burnley today. It's a great show, so don't go anywhere. Hello everyone, this is Alan Young here and you're listening to 100% LCFC Podcast. We're now joined on the phone by former City player, of course, Alan Young. Uh, great to have you along, Alan. Hope you're well. But first of all, um, many football fans in the past have said that clappers at football clubs, uh, that, that, that football clubs put out are cringeworthy. Um, but they do make a great difference to the crowd, don't they? Well, I think absolutely. And... Uh... I I I, uh, I think everybody's got the name wrong. I don't think they're clappers. I think they're clackers because they make that clacking noise and an absolutely wonderful noise they made too. Um, but it's, it's not just down to that. It's down to the general upswell of all the supporters. Yes, they made an awful lot of noise and they joined in with a lot of the songs, which is fantastic. And it certainly did spill itself from the from the stands onto the pitch and the players responded. Maybe not to, to the actual clackers, but the fact that the supporters were, you could feel them trying their best for the lads. 
I know you've told us before, Alan, but just try and describe what it is like um, when you have a packed stadium where every fan is getting behind the team. It's very difficult to try and explain, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, one of the best feelings in the world, in your, in your life as a professional footballer, is scoring a goal. And it's, it's a feeling that's intangible. But when you are one nil up, uh, you score a goal in, in a game that you're, you know, you're sort of half expected to win. You know you're fighting for your life in, in the Premiership. And you get an early goal. And the crowd get behind you. And the crowd still go with you. And the crowd cheer everything that you do. And Casper Schmeichel got a massive ovation for the couple of saves he kept us in. A, and the biggest, biggest roar of all. It's funny enough, because it's quite funny, because I was sat with my friend, I says, watch this, free kick, the goalkeeper will fumble, and Andy King will have a side foot. And that's just what happened. And it was just so delightful. And I just sort of took a minute there, Owen, where, where I sort of started, I was shouting and cheering as much as anybody else, but I just took a, a, a little stop there, and, and I had a look around. And it was quite amazing. I mean, we've made appeals on 100% LCFC on your podcast, you know, on, on social media and everything, for the crowd, for the people of Leicester City to support the club. And they've done a pretty clacky good job by now. The Foxes now sit in 18th position, only in the relegation zone on goal difference with six games remaining. You've said it all along, Alan, that Leicester will avoid relegation and your prediction could be right. Well, absolutely. I've been saying it all along. I'm a positive person, anyway. And, and, and I, you know, it's my football club as much as anything else. One of the greatest, some of the greatest years of my life. So, you know, never ever do you try to give up on, 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 on your team, on your teammates, your manager, you know, the, the supporters, everybody. And we've got that attitude. You look at the players, look at Esteban Cabiaso, running around and he's a captain of the ship. Where's Morgan? He's been he's had a wee bit of stick, but I tell you what, he's had three marvellous seasons with us. You know, big pass Alexi, he'll accept getting taken off at half time because Rodleach was going to give him a bad time in the second half. We needed a bit of pace on. Credit to the manager. But all throughout the team, Jamie Vardy epitomises everybody. David Nugent injures himself for the game, and Biggie Joe comes on, gets a goal. Things are starting to turn, things are starting to work for us. Little things that that didn't go away in previous games are starting to go away, are starting to drop to a blue shirt rather than a different coloured shirt. So, yeah, it's it's an amazing feeling. Um, and, and, and to know that you've got 30-odd thousand people behind you who will, who will, I think, just be quiet if you make a little bit of a mistake will certainly give you the greatest, um, you know, ovation or cheer or shout or sing a song about you when you're trying your best, when you're doing the best for their football club. They know it. The supporters know it. Thank you very much for joining us on the 110 LCFC podcast. Alan, we're going to head straight over to the other phone and chat to our chief editor, Phil Holloway. Hello, Phil. Hope you're well. Um, it's had a very positive performance against Swansea City last Saturday. Leicester make the trip to Lancashire this weekend, which is the proverbial six-pointer, I guess, again. Um, and how important is this game for both Leicester City and Burnley? I think it's a massive game for both teams. Some people would argue possibly slightly more important for Burnley now because just is with Leicester, but the, the, the effort needs to come from Burnley with them being the home team. I, I think, for me, I think it's another game we need to go and win. 
But I can see where some people on Facebook and Twitter are saying, maybe this is a don't lose game. I don't think we can play like that. I think we've just been like we have done the last three games and go to win it. Again, like we did last year, Owen. And we did go in and we did win it. I fancy this again this week. Could a win for City all but end Burnley's season? Um, I don't... I mean, a bit like we were a few weeks ago. I don't think any team needs to give up while there's still chances. So I don't think it will end Burnley's season. But it, it will be getting close to it. There'll be five games left. Certainly five games for Leicester. I think if, if Leicester were to beat them, we'll suddenly start to put a bit of a gap between ourselves and them. They will be staring right down the barrels of relegation. As the chief editor of 100% LCFC, I'm sure that you will be able to see on the Facebook and Twitter channels for 100% that the difference in the mood of the fans recently, I'm, I'm presuming it's a much more positive one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think generally, Owen, I think people down at the ground and generally on Facebook and Twitter and social media, the Leicester fans have been backing the team and Nigel Pearson all throughout the season. There has been some of the Pearson out brigade who, who got a little bit louder a few weeks ago when it really looked like we might be going down. But generally, everybody has kept positive. Everybody sees that the team are fighting. And the game against Swansea, again, was another of those matches where we didn't do anything much different to we've been playing like that all season. We just had a little bit more luck. And there was just, there felt like 5% more effort from everybody so I think all the fans we're not we shouldn't really be in the bottom three most fans feel and I think the majority they have been and saying we've been backing Leicester all the way there's just been a, a noisy minority of people who've been saying you know some of the Pearson out stuff but I think generally the, the, the Blue Army's been backing the lads all throughout the season anyway and finally Phil Anthony Canuckart featured for the under 21s against Manchester United on Monday night where he showed a very positive and energetic performance by the sound of things. Could he be in with a shout on Saturday? I know I know you're quite a big fan of him. Anthony Knockhart, uh, yeah, he is one of my favourites. I, I love the guy. I think he's brilliant. I'll never, you know, that moment when he, he put in the winner away at Forest a couple of seasons ago, he, he goes straight into my legendary status just for that moment alone. But this season, it just hasn't quite happened for him. Fair play to him. He's been plugging away. He's been playing in the under-21s. He would have liked himself to be playing in the Premier League things. I think he's that sort of character where he does want to be in the first team. I, he'll, maybe, he'll, maybe he'll be on the subs bench. Maybe there's still time in these last five games for him to do that legendary touch again, score from six yards, the, the goal that keeps us in the Premier League. There's time for players like Knockhart still to have an impact and, and again, put themselves in that Tony James type of category where people will be talking about them for 20 or 30 years of time. They're, they're, we're in that situation where the, these sorts of players can grab the limelight um, and come from nowhere. So, yeah, maybe he's got a chance. And again, like you say, a good performance in the under-21s and fair play to him. He's He, he could have been loaned out. He didn't want to do it. He's, he's stuck with the club. Again, he, he's backing himself and he wants to be part of Leicester City, which is great to see so I think the fans if he does come on the fans will be backing and cheering him on and hoping that he can make an impact thank you for joining us Phil here on the 100% LCFC podcast no problem Zone. let's hope Burnley's another great away day and four wins on the trot 12 points out of 12 and you know things really will be looking good if you want to win a 100% LCFC t-shirt then just play our competition every match day on our Twitter and Facebook forums all you have to do is guess the first goal scorer and the correct score.
We're now joined on the phone by former City striker Ewan Roberts. Yes, he joins us right here on the podcast right now. Um, A massive pleasure to have you along, Ewan. Um, But before we start with anything, I have to say, I've seen your very impressive beard all over social media and on the box as well. Um, So first of all, uh, what was the motivation behind growing a beard of that length and quality? Um, I don't think I need any motivation, really. It's just something that I... I grow in winter because I've been working for BBC Wales now for or eight since two thousand and and, and six seven. Um, and because on a on a Saturday afternoon I'm sat outside for four four and a half five hours sometimes. It just keeps your face nice and warm in winter. Um, so the the idea is grow it grow it for winter, get it off for summer. Um, I think I'm getting it off next month because um, I said on Sports Wales, which is a TV program that goes out in Wales, just after the new year, that if Newport County, who were flying at the time, if they don't get, uh, well, if they don't win the league and get promoted, I'd shave my beard off. So they've they've let me down. So it's coming off. It's coming off. It's coming off in the next two or three weeks, I think. In terms of the football, I do believe you were at the Leicester City versus Swansea City fixture on Saturday. Uh, a 2-0 victory on the day for the Foxes as they disposed of the Swans. What were your thoughts on the game? I thought Leicester were outstanding. Uh, from the very first whistle, they showed their intent. Uh, Swansea couldn't cope with their tempo. They couldn't cope with the high-pressing game that, that, that the Leicester boys did. Um, and I think that's why they they won the game. Um, very very impressed. Uh, great spirit, fantastic work ethic throughout the side. Um, obviously, the two wins previous to the Swansea game had put everybody, you know, staff fans, in a good place. The confidence was high, and they carried it on and, and thoroughly deserved, the, deserved their win. Um, it probably came from the first five minutes where they really really came out of the box flying the foxes showed a very bright start from the first couple of seconds uh, especially from a from a ex-professional footballer's um, point of view I mean, then, how hard is it to get back okay into a game matter, when your opposition start like you that know, can you can you continue it for for an hour and a half um, a lot of teams can't because they're not fit enough but then as an opposition you know that there's going to be a period in that game where the other side, they will have to drop off. They will get tired, and then you get a chance to to go and impose on on them. But Leicester didn't do that on on Saturday. You know, they kept on going for, from the first minute until the ninety third, ninety fourth minute. There's not many teams that that can do that, and you know that's where you've got to take your hat off to, to Nigel Pearson and his staff. He's got that Leicester City squad absolutely in peak physical condition. Swansea City obviously grew into the game as time went on. How important was that second goal from Andy King for both Leicester City and King himself? Clearly he hasn't started as many games as he would have liked to this season. No, he, um, he'll be disappointed. I'm sure that his, his time on the pitch has, has, has been quite limited. Um, decent little finish. They needed it. Even though it's just coming towards the end of the game, but when when you're only winning by the odd goal, there's always a chance that anything can happen—a bad decision, a mistake, and 
and you concede and, and all of a sudden you see three points suddenly turning into into one. I thought Leicester got away with with um, what could have been a bit of a penalty shout when Oliveris he decided to stay on his feet and, and try and score. Really good save by Casper uh, Schmeichel. But I thought had he gone down after the challenge from Robert Hoos, then I think the ref would have had no no hesitation but to give the the penalty. But saying that, probably Vardy's, um he could have been given a penalty when he went through, when Pascasti Williams, Williams's arm came out, Vardy fell to the floor. So probably evened itself out on, on Saturday. Thank you very much for joining us here on the 100% LCFC podcast, Ewan. Cheers, mate. Bye. You can watch all the latest on-screen interviews with City legend Alan Young and our chief editor, Phil Holloway, on our 100% LCFC YouTube channel. And I am afraid that is all we've got time for now on the 100% LCFC podcast. It has been a massive pleasure to have you along, of course. As well as Alan Young, Phil Holloway and Ewan Roberts, of course. We'll hope to hear from them in a future podcast, of course. And I hope you've enjoyed. If you do want to say anything about the podcast, whether it be positive or some constructive criticism for us, then do make sure you do get in contact with us. You can find all the details of how to do that just below this track. Remember, you can hear me on Wednesday Drive Time this week on 99.2 Hermitage FM between 4 and 6. And also keep up to date with the latest 100% LCFC YouTube channel where our Chief Editor Phil Holloway will be uploading all of our latest content. And remember, foxes never, ever quit. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.